Hey, welcome to Footy Weekly, the show where we talk everything Aussie rules foot foot on the dock. And with me, I've got my show host, Fish. Hey, Fish, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Been a pretty cracking season so far. Hey, it's been good. It's looking good. Yep. So, episode one of the pod, uh, the round 12 in review. So, we'll be having a look at the round 12 games today. Um, but, you know, before that, we'll have an, a, a bit of a deep dive, um, you know, into the year so far. Because it has been a huge year. Yeah, it's been massive. Yeah, a so... Of, a lot of crazy things to talk about. Yeah, mate, a bit of a Rona year. <laughs> Rona 2020. Uh, and we'll also be having a, a bit of a look, um, you know, at how the, the flag race is going, um, the Brownlow. Um, and then, right at the end of the show, we're going to have a little surprise. And we're going to stay tuned, because we're going to that, talk to everyone about that later. So, uh, don't go away. Um, a little bit of a little bit of a cheeky one for you later. Yeah, there we go. All right, well, let's get to it. Let's do it. There's only one thing better than Foopy on her tally. It's Foopy on her body. Fish, before we get stuck into talking about the season 2020 so far, we should probably let everyone know who we uh, who we bag for. So I'm a bagger myself. Oh, mate, I'm a flagger myself too. Yeah. Don't you worry. Blue flaggers. Blue flaggers. We are, we they, they know we're coming 2020. Yeah, uh, yeah so, so you, look, you will hear a lot of Carlton bias. Yeah. Uh, no, we are not cheats. Uh, <laughs> me, me and Doc aren't. Uh, me and Fish aren't cheats. Uh, but yeah, you will hear a lot of Carlton bias. Um, we do talk and know a little bit about Carlton. Yeah. But we love our blue boys. Definitely. Nothing better than a fresh 2pm uh, start at Prince's Park. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yeah. Hot chips, everything. Oh, mate. Hot chips. Missing it so much. Yeah, me too. So, just thought we'd let everyone know um, that, yeah, we're, we're uh, bag supporters. So, don't get pissed off um, if you're a Pies supporter <laughs> or a Tig supporter. We love you. Uh, we think you're great teams and have great players. Definitely. Love Pendles, love Koch. How about you fucking <laughs> off? Um, so, yeah. Uh, up the flaggers. Up the flaggers. You. It's time now to your last 12 weeks of the 2020 Toyota AFL Premiership season. So, Fish, it's been a huge year this year. Massive. Yeah. A lot of crazy things to talk about. Yeah, been quite large. Um, you know, 2020, you know, who would have thought the year would have been like this? Um Definitely didn't cross my mind. No. Even when I first heard about COVID, I wasn't assuming that it was going to ruin, you know, everything to do with Aussie rules. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the pro league, you know, the suburban leagues, local leagues, it's affected everyone. So, yeah. um, obviously, our heart goes out to all those people in the sporting community around our country. Um, you know, so we'll talk about the footy season so far, particularly early in the year, because obviously, we're starting a podcast um, halfway through the year. Um, you know, nothing... Nothing better um, to start a podcast um, during lockdown. So we'll do we'll we'll keep going with that. So starting off with the earliest part of the year, no crowds at the footy. Oh, pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even the fact that there wasn't there might not have been a footy. Like they were going into Monday before round one, mm. and people weren't even sure if um, Richmond Blues were going to be on on yeah. the Thursday night. 
Yeah, that was scaring me. It'd yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, me too, mate. Like, it's so just... ready for that match and all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think they announced it on the Tuesday. I think Gil McLaughlin had, like, uh, a press conference every second night. And he kept delaying yeah, it. And on the Sunday or the Tuesday or something, he was just like, you know, the, the show has to go on. We're going to mm. do it with no crowds. Mm. So... It's pretty weird atmosphere without the crowds. Yeah, yeah. yeah before, that was before they had any noise whatsoever. Yeah. So it was a bit, uh, yeah, really weird to watch. You know, just people. You could actually hear the players talking. Yeah, I know. Was, yeah. Like for the first time ever as well. Yeah. Like it's not a preseason local yeah. game or anything like that. Um, you hear what they were saying back to the umpire and everything. You never, you know, you just see their lips move. You always got to try and make out what they're saying, but yes, you can actually right. hear what they're saying. Yeah, you hear like tactics, people shouting, calling for the ball. Yeah. Um. You know, even you can hear the players after a goal and the coach and stuff when yeah. people get goal. So, yeah, it was like real, real like back to the old days. Mm. Um, you know, my, my favorite part of that weekend, obviously, besides um, a couple of other things like the Blues game and stuff like that, but uh, my favorite part of the weekend was when, um, me in particular, I was hearing Mitch Robinson um, yeah. in the, I think it was the Brizzy Hawks game. Oh, yeah. And he's just, he's just kicked the ball up the wing. And the wind's taken it out, and it's continued to like flog off the left wing there right. on the commentary side. And he's just gone, "Come on, wind!" <laughs> as the ball was about to go out, like, "Come on, do its best." And like, you would never oh, hear that normally. No, definitely not. So you got to wonder if he would say that in a normal game, or just because no one was there, he said it. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Like you know, a, a hundred thousand seat stadium at the G <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. And you're hearing a player. Yeah. Exactly. What say stuff yeah. on TV. Yeah, that's just crazy. Pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that was yeah that was the Brizzy Hawks game. What about that Carlton game, mate? Mate, definitely, definitely a highlight for me. Even though we didn't quite get the win, um, we, we didn't really turn up till half. Well, nah. Yeah. No. But um, it was great to see um Jack Martin kick four snags. Yeah, that, that was, was huge, mate. That was absolutely massive. Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. I love that boy. Yeah. Didn't actually. I hadn't seen too much from him yet, but mm. so happy to see him. And, Great part of the side. Yeah, so. well, definitely. And, and look, he's already made a big impact. Like, um, you know, at Gold Coast, like when he first arrived at Gold Coast, like he was like, um, I think it was like a pre-selection before they entered the league or something like that. Right. Or in their second year, something like that. And Lee Matthews, buddy lethal, said that Jack Martin was the best underage player, the best 17-year-old he'd ever seen. All right. But obviously Gold Coast hasn't been the best club. I think one year they finished just outside of the finals, like 10th or 12, something like that. Mm. In like 2014, ever since then they've been fucking shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a funny one, but you know he, he sort of he's come to a club. We're trying to build a culture here. Um, you know, I think he played a lot of midfield minutes at the Suns. Yeah. Where they, he's playing a lot of forward with yeah. us. Very creative. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know he kicks kicks a fair few snags. Mm. You know, yeah. yeah he bobs he bobs yeah. up nearly every week. Yeah, he creates a lot of uh. A lot of um, opportunities and stuff like that. Yeah, he does. Really good, yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, and that's right. And even if you are missing, mate, to just get the opportunity in front of goal mm. um, and do your best from there. So, yeah. Oh, he's been, he's been a massive breath of fresh air. Considering last year, Carlton, like for the last few years, I think one year, Casbolt was our leading goal kicker with like 23 goals. Mm. Um, one year it was Harry, same thing, pretty low, 25, something like that. I think Gibbons had like 34 one year, you're saying? Mm. Or, or 28. Like I know this year at the moment, I think we'll talk about the Coleman medal race later on, but I think um, Tom Hawkins is around the 30 mark. Right, 32, right. 32 mark, something like that. You know, they're shorter quarters, shorter game, mm. shorter season in general. There's only like 17 games each or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just... But for Carlton not to have a goal kick here every other year, they, this is what they need. Yeah. And so they've got that now. Well, their list always looks so like... 
it's always like we've had so many great players. You can name everyone on the the team who has great qualities about him. But yeah. this year's the first year that you've seen him as a whole working so well together and just creating opportunities for each other, which makes a great side. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, like between Eddie Betts, um, Eddie Betts, you know, he's creative up forward. Great to see him back at the club. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, that's been huge. <laughs> so just create Still that vibe. Goal of the year. Yeah, mate. Dude, <laughs> and, like, it's so true. And you know what? He probably will. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he just creates things out of nowhere. Mm. Like everyone thought he... I remember pre-season, everyone was saying, you might play half the games this year. Yeah. I think, some, I think David King said it. You might play half the games this year. He's aged a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Well, the Dude, shorter quarters have definitely helped yeah. in that sense. Yeah. The, he'll, he'll probably play another season next year yeah. because of this. I hope so. Him and Kate Simpson. Yeah. So, yeah, there Warriors. you go. Absolute they Warriors. Are, they are, mate. They, yeah. yeah. Legends of the footy club. <laughs> Big, uh, big Eddie Betts Crows fan. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, another thing crazy about earlier in the season, it was a two and a half month break between games. Right. Um, you know, so when round one finished on March 22nd, um, I believe it was. Yeah, March 22nd, that's right. The next round, round two didn't start till Thursday, the 11th of June. Jeez. Still talking two and a half month break. Uh, you know, players are isolated in different states. Um mm-hmm. Like at that point, they were training in groups of like six or ten, like yeah, backline groups and 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 and, and line groups and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, just really hard hard spot for the players. But two yeah. and a half months break, you know, that's like a it's like almost a mini preseason. Yeah, it's pretty insane, isn't it? Yeah, so unusual, something you wouldn't normally see in a footy year. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, talking about line groups and stuff like that, Connor McKenna. Yeah. Tested positive for COVID nineteen. That was insane. That yeah. was, I thought they were going to cancel footy as a whole when I heard that. I was like, oh, I was at school. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just, I immediately just thought, oh, there goes, oh. There goes the season. Oh. Mate. <laughs> there oh. goes everyone's season. Oh, mate. Well, you're, oh. On your, you're on your phone at school again, are you? <laughs> checking, checking the Come on, you're teaching tomorrow. Nah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's bloody, mate. It's, it's crazy. Um, fish. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Like, even, um, that was round three. Yeah. Right. So, round three. You've um, essentially got, essentially Essendon was playing Melbourne. And the whole week, the whole point, I think after he tested positive on the Monday or something like that, mm. the whole week, or it might have been the Sunday night or something, he got out over the weekend. The whole week was, well, are they going to play next week? Like, you know, it was just, it was just insane. And then yeah. but that ended up, they ended up not playing. So they're still yet to play. Yeah. And that is scheduled for later in the year, that game. Um, what happens to the other team that didn't play him in Melbourne. that round? Yeah, is what do they do they miss a match or does that become their bye or what? what nah, so that they, that that became their bye that week in round three. Right. Essendon and Melbourne are playing playing later in the year. Was there supposed to be buys still? Or yeah, so everyone's they, had their everyone, bye. So everyone's so eighteen got, rounds, seventeen. Games so everyone each. just got a that their bye just got switched in to that round. Yeah, that's right. Those two teams had their yeah bye mid year. Like they're playing um in round eighteen. Right, they're playing the game then because they've already had their buy. Cool. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely nuts sort of time. And and the next week we played Essendon. Mm. Uh, we played Essendon the next week. Carlton did, and um, we beat them by a point. Jeez, fuck, fuck that was a close game. Yeah, that was a that was a huge I game. Um, I think oh who's the I think Levi Caswell was the last player to sort of kick 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 our goal and seal it. Yeah. I think um there was David Cunningham scored a behind and stuff like that. Caswell had a really good game that day. He did yeah, yeah. He, he did have a good game. He did have a good game. He kicked three he kicked three goals. Yeah. He clunked nine marks. Yeah, wow. He's a good contested mark. Yeah. Got good hands that bloke. 
Massive. So I, I think when um when Connor McKenna tested uh positive, yeah, he tested positive, negative, or positive, positive, negative, and then neutral or something like that, oh, or positive, negative, neutral, and then nothing, nothing, well, wow. no result test. So bit of a whirlwind. Um, mm. people were saying, oh, you know, he's put the season in jeopardy and stuff like that. Who knows where he got it from? But he was seeing his host family who've hosted him since he's arrived here. Cause he doesn't have a family. He's an Irish Irish player, yeah. obviously. Um, and yeah, I think he may, he was getting, he was moving into a new house. He was, had to look for a new rental. He went and inspected a rental. Right. Um, but yeah. you know, you should be able to do those things. It doesn't matter whether you're in a hub or not. Or not exactly. Restrictions or not. You're going to be able to live somewhere. Yeah. So that's important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, bringing us back on the topic of uh, Gold Coast, like you were mentioning before, they've always um, been on the lower half of the ladder. Mm. Um, this year, at the start of the year, is actually scaring me a bit how they were getting up. They uh, had uh, three uh, wins straight yeah. out of their first four. Yeah, isn't that yeah. just nuts? They yeah. had their first four, ga- first four games. Yeah, they won those three straight, I think through, from round two to, to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, which is just insane. Uh, it's funny. I think I actually reckon they've done that, like the last six or seven years or something right right yeah or at least the last like five or six they seem to always win like three of their first four but they're all the wins they get for the year mm. where this year they've sort of stepped it up a bit um they have had four wins at the moment but they've looked lively i think they've lost like two or three games by less than a goal right um obviously they had a draw this week mm. against the bombers um well last week i should say so yeah they've had a pretty hectic season so far the suns yeah um, talking about the Suns, mate, a couple of prized uh, prized players this year. Yeah, definitely. Can't go past Matty Rowell. Oh, definitely not. He's absolute gun. Yeah, boy. yeah, he is mm. absolute superstar. Like I think there was a little bit of him in the preseason, but hey, once we just saw him, he I think he played round one. Once we saw him in round two, he just powered through it, mate. Yeah. He came back a beast. He's a, he's, a, he's a solid boy, too. He's huge, yeah. Running through everyone. Well, everyone was saying he looked like Joel Selwood. Yeah. Yeah. And even Joel Selwood tweeted mm. out something. Um, but I saw stats saying that even though people thought at the start of their careers, Selwood and, and Judd and all those kind of players were the, were the best of their, their time coming through and people were seeing them like, these players are going to be great. Matty Rowe's getting twenty more possession, possessions than them in a in a in a game at the start of yeah, the first few games. Yeah, well, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and like you know, it's a different game now. Guys accumulate disposals, so whether mm. you can rate it off that, who knows? Yeah, but the guys, exactly. are, the guys are fucking beast anyway. Yeah, he's like, a beast. And, and you are right. It's weird. Like I think when Judd first started, and, and yeah, Selwood, um, these sort of guys, yeah, they, they weren't getting the same numbers. Mm. So he's just a freak, and just the way you attack the footy, mm. like if and the same with the other bloke. We'll talk about the other bloke in a minute, Isaac Rankin. But when you attack the footy like that, you you create chances. Yeah, exactly. you move that ball through that that congestion, you open the game up. So, um, yeah, and the other one's Isaac Rankin, mate. So, Matty Rao goes down with a shoulder injury. Everyone loses their multis. Yeah. Rising <laughs> star bets are off. Everyone's fucking pissed off. You know, poor young kid. Season's ended. Um, but they bring in this other kid who missed out the whole of last year. He was playing in the Neeful. He couldn't play for the for the seniors mm. at the Suns. But mate, Rankin was dominating. Oh yeah, he's done really Definitely well. Another powerful player. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. good forward. Yeah, um, I'm sure you'll get some midfield time eventually. But yeah, just and it's another, it's another one. We talked about Jack uh, Martin before. Mm. You know, Jack Martin's a good player, and he probably could reach a level. But I think Rankin looks like he's going to be an absolute superstar. Yeah, um, he looks like that Eddie Betts type. Dude, he reminds me of Jake, Jason Ackermanis a bit. Mm. Bit of Acker. 
I honestly feel like these the, this season has helped a lot of those those uh, bottom teams who have always get good players in and things like that really like bloom mm. with those with those players because it's given them a chance. Like the other teams are just choking, Mm-mm. and it's actually given them a chance to to rise up and use those players and show that they can be a great team. Yeah, well, that's right. Like this year, you you have to use more players. Sadly, mm. uh, you know, not, you can't do that on the field or on the bench or anything like that. But you know. People are playing games every four days now. Mm. So you've got to recycle through those players. Yeah. And you're right. It, it has been a pretty even season. Uh, you know, like, even if you're talking about it right now, you know, at the end of round 12, going into round 13, uh, Port Adelaide sit on first mm. um, with nine wins. So they're on 36 points. Brizzy is second on 36. So they're equal first, yeah. really. Mm. Uh, you got Geelong, West Coast, and St Kilda from third to fifth, they're on thirty-two points. Right, so they're on eight wins. So they're a point, they're a win under Port and Brizzy. Then you got Richmond on seven wins, and they got a draw. Then you got Collingwood on six wins. They got that draw as well. Um, it's a fair bit even from there down, isn't it? And it really is even. Like you got from eight, and it was a couple, even a couple. Uh, it was a little bit more even a couple of weeks ago. Um, but even from like eighth position down to eleventh, or sorry, down to tenth, they're all on twenty-four. So yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's them in order there. And then underneath that, um, it sort of peters off a bit. But then you get Fremantle, Sydney, and Hawthorne have struggled this year. They're on their four wins as well. Mm. Um, you know. And that round, uh, talking about dr- the draws that the Tigs and Pies had. Yeah. That one draw. Round two, the restart of footy. Footy was back. Mm. That was just an insane game for so many reasons. Yeah. It was all over the joint. Yeah. Very sloppy. Very sloppy play. Yeah, there. real sloppy. Lots of fumbling. Interesting to watch. Yeah, I was, at, I was at my mate's house and I was with a couple of mates and we were just getting around it watching it, but it was a bit insane. We, we kind of wanted to close our eyes at times when oh, it ended up being a, ended up being a draw. It was... Oh, fish. Mate, I was upstairs watching it with the old with the old man, yeah. right? With old, uh, the old man up there. <laughs> Do, uh, Doc, Dr. Daddy. Daddy Doctor. <laughs> Daddy Doc. And dude, the whole time, just missed kicks, you know, fumbles, drop marks, um... It was honestly just kick to kick for half the game. The ga- yeah. No one could get a forward fifty entry, um, and there was that low ass score of thirty six all. Mm. Um, yeah, so like it was funny. Like it round, was a good like hard contest. For the, for the round was like that a bit. It there was, was uh, all around that uh, simple score. I don't know, every round so far seems to have someone getting thirty six points. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Score. Yeah, that's what. And that, yeah, Common that's score. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Bit of anomaly, mate. Bit of <laughs> numerology there. <laughs> I should call up moons. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like even just looking at the previous matches, 33, 44, 39. Yeah, all these yeah. just really low-scoring games. Um, but look, you know that game in particular, just a real grind. Um, you know, parts of it was good, and you know we love good hard footy. That's what finals are made of sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And those two teams are known for a lot of that play. Yeah. But Collingwood couldn't get their usual free-flowing attack, mm. and Richmond just weren't. Um, you know, they they weren't tapping the ball on. They weren't doing their attacking things. Yeah. Um, that they usually do. So. Yeah, players are probably rusty from their two and a half mark break, obviously. Um, and I guess, you know, a lot of teams this year have tried to implement defensive structures too. Mm. Uh, you know, in a normal season, that could have been 55 all. Yeah. You, you're probably missing a goal a quarter from each team or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see next year. Or in exactly. finals even. Yeah, yeah. The intensity will go up, but if we got longer quarters, we get those back to those 30-minute mm. quarters. Yeah. Um, 20, 20, 30 minute quarters if people can kick some snags yeah it'd be, be good to get it back yeah, yeah get some bigger scores back yeah. um, you know t- talking about lowly scores Radelaide mate 
What do you What do you think about Ronaldo? <laughs> huge, huge, huge surprise. Actually, yeah. a bit massive disappointment. But, oh, um, huge. But you can see it coming as uh, well. Yeah. If you really, if you had a look at the last few years, but, but you never know that you think some things can just turn around like that. You see it sometimes. Everything just. You know, you go, mm. you see it, you see it going down, and next minute they they're rising again, and you go, wow! And that's usually how I how I'd see it. I usually think that by now they'd be yeah, you have a few low years, yeah, yeah, and they, two low years. You up. never think they get right to the bottom. The only people I've witnessed really doing that are my own team. But you know, like yeah, you know, you I don't ever see anyone else ever just dive to the bottom after years. Of what, local footy legend, the fish, <laughs> uh-huh. Ch- champion fullback. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. It, it's just, even at the moment, you look at their percentage, 54.7 percentage. Mm. That would have to be one of the shittest percentages of all time. Yeah. It was even worse just last week. Yeah. I was having a look. It's just shocking. Yeah. So, um, you know, at, another start of the year, Fremantle, Sydney, North Melbourne, we're all in a similar boat. Yeah. North have got three wins, Hawks have got four, Sydney's got four. Yeah, things were pretty good. Four, two. Looked on its back in a sense, yeah. They really have, yeah. Dude, yeah. years ago, I reckon, what would have been, 20, uh, 2016, 2017, 2015, years like that, Adelaide, Sydney, Freo, and North, mm. and Hawks were in the finals. Well, they're now all bottom, yeah. your bottom we're, six. We're talking at the start of the year, every every one of these teams, mm. I could name every one of these teams on, on that ladder, and I think that every one of them thought they'd could make eight. We're a coming chance. Into the, we're a chance yeah. coming yeah. into this season. Yeah, definitely. But it's it, it just, do- it goes to show, you know, the the ones that actually end up doing it's just a yeah yeah it comes down yeah it comes down to that that structure that determination yeah yeah it's uh yeah you, you're totally right like those teams would not expect to be where they are you know Gold Coast are playing above themselves mm. but yeah man Adelaide to think they've obviously got a new coach this year mm. right they've got a new coach that's always hard as well starting fresh it's it's definitely a, um mm. yeah yep it's a hard one yep that's right that's right the um, you know, got experience with that with Carlton, you know. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of new coaches means uh, plenty of plenty of changes. Yeah, but well, they sacked on Pike. They got their new coaching. Um, yeah, it does mean new changes. You know, Bryce Gibbs is a really interesting topic, mm. and he gets a lot of publicity in the media. Yeah. Uh, about the decision to recruit him. So after their 2017 grand final thrashing by the Tigs, yeah. Um, they went on to recruit Bryce Gibbs from Carlton. Good move. Mm. Um, his time at Carlton probably passed. We were in a rebuilding phase. Mm. Good to get some draft picks in. Yeah. He tried to get there for the 2017 season, and now that may have helped them win the granny. Yeah, um, he definitely. didn't. He didn't get there in 2017 because uh, we fought hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we wanted two first round picks. They ended up giving us that. Yeah. But even know, just yeah. yeah, even just like. It, he doesn't. He he doesn't get a game, mate. That boy. Yeah. He does not play a game. Adelaide. Even at the moment, it's they're insane. struggling. He used to dominate. It's it's insane. He did. Well, he's a number one draft pick. Yeah. And yeah, when Carlton, when Murph and Jarrett at their best, when they were playing finals footy mm. for a bit, um, it sort of spoke for itself. Mm. So playing alongside each other, you know, just winning off each other, I guess. Yeah. You know, winning the ball off each other, it was it's great to watch, but yeah. He's 31 years of age. His first season was in 2018. Wow. He's played 34 games in oh, two, two and a half Adelaide, seasons. Yeah. yeah, for the Crows. Jeez. 34 games. Now, in that time, he's kicked his 15 goals. So he hasn't done too bad. But so I don't I don't know whether it's his attitude. I've heard rumours he's a gambling problem. You know, whether there's any truth to that at all. Mm. So who, who the hell knows? So that's Adelaide for you. 
Um, mate, they might have a few South Australian kids come home from interstate. Mm. Aaron Francis, I know they've been trying to get, get him back for, for a few years. Orazio Fantasia. Mm. Those guys, especially Francis. Francis looks pretty comfortable now. He did try and go home a few years ago. Mm. So we'll see how we go. But, mate, the Radelaide Crows. <laughs> Looking shocking. Rattled. Yeah, absolutely rattled. The In round 12 review. Let's get into it. So game one, Thursday night, at Optus Stadium between the Swans and the Giants. Who would have thought the Sydney Derby out west? Uh, you know, <laughs> it ain't no western derby, but it certainly is a bit, <laughs> of, a, bit of a derby. Um, look, the Giants have been pretty underwhelming. So the game ended... Um, the game ended with the scoreline of 10-6-66 of the Swans against the Giants, losing 3-7-25. They've been pretty underwhelming this year, the Giants, mm, compared definitely. to where we thought they would have finished. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Well, you almost had them for your tip for the flag originally, mate, before the season started. Mate, the Doc, he or me, I should say, <laughs> I've had I've had the Giants uh, flag favourites almost every year um, for the last five or six years. Like, yeah. you know, they've they've been contenders for that long now. Yeah. But yeah, look you know look, you know what? They will get there, probably. Um, whether it's this year or not, who knows? You know, even if they finish at that pointy end, mm. um, they still could they still could get there. Even if they just slot in. You know, mm. we saw doggies a couple of years ago, they you know, finishing seventh, you can still make it and you can win it as well. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't matter where you finish. So that was that game there. Um in terms of the stats and stuff like that. Um, you know, no one kicked a bag or anything like that. Um, in terms of posies, um, Kelly cleaned up with 31, but not big numbers. Some guys having 36 and even close to 40. Yeah. So that was that game there, wrapped up on Thursday night. Following it, we had uh, on the Friday night, we had the um, Cats versus Port uh, down at Metricon. Oh, nice, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Cats definitely had that one sealed for most of the game. It was a bit of a shocker considering uh, Port had been... Smashing all season, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, definitely a, definitely a weird one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cat Center led the whole game, so yeah, better yeah. by sixty points in the end, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, massive. Yeah, and for Port to only score thirty-one points, that's not like them this year. No, definitely not. They're more of an attacking team. Mm. I guess every team's done that once, though. Yeah, this year it's or more, or more than once, but it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit of a yeah. You, you don't expect the the top team who have been smashing for. The entire season to no to get into that nah no as I said earlier they've they've won nine out of their of their of the twelve games this year yeah um it's funny like oh sorry they actually played eleven because they've had a buy in there mm. but you know you sort of look back at it you know you are right some teams do have a lull um you know Geelong probably figured out Port's um attacking strategy you know yeah. Geelong probably put some uh, defensive mechanisms in place to stop that well, they're really teams of your side for that. Geelong as well they you know, they've, they can yeah. they can be they've got that exactly. potential. Yeah, and look, they're, look, they're, you know, everyone hates them because they've been so good for so long. They they are underrated, man. Yeah, they're, at the moment, they're sitting they're third. Um, third. Yeah. But does anyone actually rate you long? No. no, everyone thinks Dangerfield this, yeah. Tom Hawk that. Well, talk they about always get close, but no one expects them to win it. Yeah, yeah. yep. It's... And and you know they've got the firepower to do it. It's just whether they can put it all together. Um, talking about to- talking about Tomahawk. Bloody Jesus Christ. Bloody six snacks. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a good one. It's a huge game. Yeah, yeah, huge game for him. And he's in some fine form. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's in career, career best form. Leading the comment at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was Charlie Dixon a few weeks ago. But yeah, he's smashing it. Definitely. Uh, Rowan had three. And see, you know, Rowan doesn't bop up 
all year. Mm. He's that sort of player. He's that sort of forward. He'd be like wing guard, players like that. Nothing will happen all year. All of a sudden, bang. Um, mm. There's your three goals. There's your four goals. Insane. Something like that. So a little bit inconsistent, but a really exciting player. Um, but yeah, not much for... In terms of... Um, they were pretty over underwhelming. Like, Boak was good for, for Port, as he's been all year long. He's been great. Yeah. But they were pretty underwhelming side. Um, and Guthrie had a good game. He had the 27 pods in the yeah. goal. So, that was that Friday night game. Going into Saturday, North played Brizzy. I reckon Metricon North gave... Again. Yeah, Metricon again. Just the very next day up <laughs> on the Gold Coast. Mate, North gave Brizzy a bit of a scare there. Yeah, just definitely. Win, win by a point. Yeah. Yeah, a thriller at the end a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Um, North just couldn't clinch it. But, you know, another low-scoring game. Brizzy would have wanted to go into that game and, and smash the Kangaroos. Yeah. I saw at, I think it might have been half-time. Yeah, it was half-time because it was in the rooms. Chris Fag, Fags, he was given um, the Lions boys a massive, a massive, massive break. break. Yeah, huge spray. Jeez. Huge one. Uh, you couldn't see what he was saying, Could but, imagine. mate, he's, he had the pointer on the whiteboard. Yeah. Spit coming out of his mouth. All over the chairs, all on the boys' faces, but well, sometimes it's got to be done, you know. Yeah, because otherwise you don't know what's, you know, know what's going to happen. Yeah, and look, it's the same with Port. It's Port before we talked about Port before with the Friday night game. That could be a make or break game for them. Exactly. They could turn that into, oh well, we lost to Geelong poorly. We don't want to do that again. Let's win our next six. Mm. Um, let's win our next six games or next five games, and let's smash. Yeah, and let's, exactly. And let's go on to win the grand final. They could do that. It's the same with Brizzy as well. They didn't turn up. They just won it. Mm. But, you know, don't let that happen again. Kangaroos aren't that good. Yeah. I think that's sort of the whack on Brizzy is that they're a bit... Um, they're a really attacking team, but they can't defend well. Yeah. I, I think they lost to Richmond round 23 last year mm. and then first week of finals. Yeah. You've got to be able to back that up. You got Exactly. You just get, you figure, out, figure out your defense, 18-man D, everyone get back, everyone help out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they are a great side to watch Brizzy when they're on. Yeah, definitely. So um, next at the at the Gabba, we had uh, Melbourne versus uh, Collingwood. Yeah, so that was a that was another uh, another weird one to watch. You know, had Melbourne absolutely demolish Collingwood. Yeah, hundred forty four. Um, insane That's, smashing fifty six lead it by the end. Yeah, it's a massive lead, and yeah. you know, even just in terms of um, th- that game there, I don't know if you saw, but um, my check from mm. Collingwood, he, massive concussion. Jeez. And he was, just, he was, he honestly, he was doing a classic Nick Rayo, Jonathan Brown. He's just going back with the flight. Yeah. Um, he's from the VFL. He's a good, solid player. Um, you know, as Nathan Buckley said after the game, he's one of the hardest players he's he's seen. Mm. Now, whether that's the truth or not from Bucks, I don't know. But he, he's a hard player, my check. He's an old-fashioned footballer, and he just got hit underneath the ball. Yeah. Did you see that hit? I didn't see it actually. I'm gonna go back and have a look at that one. Oh man, yeah, it was a bit of a knock. So, but yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy Definitely. stuff. Um, cool. Yeah. So that night, Saturday night, mate, <laughs> big game for us, for us Massive, flaggers. Huge. The Blue Boys. Absolutely loved it. Oh, now... It's a bit scared up until the last couple of minutes. But, yeah. Uh, now, for those who haven't heard about it, unless you're living under a rock, Fremantle uh, hosted Carlton at Optus Stadium in Perth. The end score, 36-40. to 40, After the siren winner kicked by Jackie Nunes. Mate, absolute... Absolute goal of the year. Mm, it was Could huge. be. <laughs> it was, you know, it was huge. You mm. wish it would be. It was insane. 
Um, yeah, it relates a bit back to Robbie Gray on that one from yes. round seven. Yeah, it yeah. was a bit Robbie Gray like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. freaking, it was a bit of a bit of a um, comeback at them considering that they had a. Well, that's right. They've they've beaten us, and look, you got to stand up in games like that. We probably didn't deserve to win it. No, I don't, yeah. There's been a bit of controversy a, during the week. Exactly on what, that, whether the free kick was was there was actually what, there or should not, it have been downfield. Was it you know? Was it actually high contact or front of contact? Whatever. It's 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 hard to call because in dying minutes of games, usually you'd unless it's something really huge, usually you'd think the umpire would put the whistle away. But but when it's when it's something, so you know you you, you really got to pick your moments. And I I I think it was I think it was there, and it should be a free kick. But I'm I'm just not sure it might have been the right moment to actually pick it out. Nah, you're probably right. Yeah. That's why they say the grand final is always a good game in the finals because they let they let go of the small stuff. Yeah. Unless someone's been absolutely clobbered, yeah. uh, and sometimes they let them go too. But if it's a fair bump or whatever play on, mm. that probably wouldn't normally be a free kick. Mm. And especially not the dot moments. I'll probably agree. But anyway, forget about the Dockers. Great win for the Blues. <laughs> uh, was huge. Like, we didn't lead all game. I think we led for the first five minutes. Yeah. Uh, by a behind or first two minutes, something mm. like that. I think we led for a total of three minutes or something crazy yeah, like that. Ma- absolutely insane. Yeah. So you, the doc, had a had a ripping game. It was I, absolutely. I did, my friend, and the fish <laughs> didn't do too bad either. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely wicked game. Like it was absolute scenes. Like you know, just watching the game, couldn't believe it. Yeah. I thought we were done. Those last two minutes, there, I thought we were gone. Yeah, exactly. I had no hope. No, me neither. No. I was like, fuck this. I'm sorry. Pardon the language. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I'm fucking sick. Sick to death of the Blue Boys, but you know what? We clinched the win. We needed it. Now, whether we can play finals or not, who knows? Mm. Probably not. It'll be a tough one. I, 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 look, I, we've got to win three of our next six. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of who we've got coming up, uh, we've got Gold Coast coming up, Sydney and Adelaide. Now, they're three games we could win. Um, probably Collingwood. We're not going to beat Collingwood. I dare say we're not going to beat Giants. They should start to fire up. And we're not going to beat Brisbane. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if we can win three of those six, we're probably a chance. But I just can't see anyone dropping out of the eight. Yeah. Maybe it's Melbourne pretty, for Giants. Yeah. Or, you know, who's going to drop out for Dogs? It's really tight up there. It's, yeah, it's definitely a tight one. The whole mm. ladder's in a bit of a fixed position right now. It is. A, a brown. Yeah. Around just outside the eight, there's a few changing areas. But yeah, it's been been pretty tight yeah I guess that draw sort of hurts Collingwood because they're on 26 so Richmond's on 30 points uh, Collingwood's on 26 then you got Melbourne on 24 then JWS is on 24 and 9th so we've got 6, 7, 8 then you got JWS on 9th Doggies 10th on 24 points so I guess the only person that can drop out is probably Melbourne yeah um, and yeah it might be JWS and might be Bulldogs take their place you know Essendon's on 22 with that draw yeah um, we're just behind them on 20 points. I don't think us or Essendon can take that place. So it's, it's probably already tied up. But, you know, good things can happen. Teams can fall away. We do know that. So, yeah. But, yeah, but great win over in the West. Yeah, definitely. Pandemonium. Next, we had another one at Metricon. It was, we, uh, we did. They're getting a fair beating. Yeah. Yeah. Loving it down there. Um, it was Doggies who uh, led Adelaide. Yeah. Um, another absolute smashing as well. Yeah, demise, this round's This round's probably been one of the most high-scoring rounds of the... Yeah, season. yeah, that's right. I think up until, I don't know if it was round five, round six, but no one had scored 100 points. Or Carlton was the second team to score 100 points since round right. two. Jeez. But yeah, teams are cracking that ton now, getting over that 100. Yeah. Another big game. And look, Doggies needed that. They exactly. needed a percentage booster. Um, you know, people talk about the hangover and stuff like that since yeah. their grand final. Definitely. But mate, aren't the Crows bad? 
Yeah. Yeah. Insane. As we said before, lowest percentage I reckon I've ever seen. Mm. So, um, you know, and whatever happens there, whether one of the Crouch brothers pisses off at the end of the year, goes to another club in Melbourne or Gold Coast, something like that. Yeah. Um, should be should be very interesting. Yeah. The next game at the Gabba, so just down the road, just down the highway there, um, St Kilda and the Bombers. Now, I didn't watch this game, um, but the Bombers are just a bit underwhelming, really. Um, you know, they're not having multiple mm. goal scorers, mm. as yeah. in they've got five or six players that have scored a goal each. Yeah. They're not having someone kick, you know, two, three. Yeah. Nowhere near even close to getting near a bag exactly. at all. It's, it's kind of... Yeah, putting a fork in the road of where, where the the amount of points they're actually kicking a game. You know, they might yeah. be able to deliver, mm. you know, individual players, but you know, and those players will continue to get games because they're kicking snags. But it, you know, who knows where that'll lead from there? Yeah, it's, a, it's it, a tough one to get back from that. It really is. They've been pretty underwhelming, and the, and compared to St Kilda this year, they've been great to watch. They've yeah. had a few small losses, but mate, under Brett Rutten, yeah, definitely a different different side. Different side. They're exciting to watch. Yeah. They're attacking. Um, every player seems like they have a role. I think he did a similar thing at Carlton, um, but yeah, look, you wouldn't you wouldn't sack a guy like that. No. That, that makes a team, puts a team into finals in their first that year. That guy is a good, uh, he's a good coach. Good coach, yeah, yeah. definitely one of the best. The What's ra- that man, rat, <laughs> yeah, the Rat Pack down at St Kilda. Yeah, rip, rip rast, uh, rip rats, <laughs> rip, rip my boy, rip rip rip. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, uh, down at Optus Stadium after that one, um, we had a. Uh, West Coast versus Hawthorne. Yeah. Which um wasn't a close one, but you know, West Coast actually uh, led Hawthorne by a fair bit, but it was a mm. it was a good game. It was it wasn't too bad of a game. Like I was watching it. I think the thing with Hawthorne was Hawthorne was honestly crap all game. Yeah. West Coast could have fired away if they wanted to. Like in two half time they'd only scored two goals. Hawthorne. You're right. Uh so but yeah. Look, it wasn't too bad of a game. I think once um Hawthorne started getting on a roll, everyone's like, Oh, they've kicked a few more goals, they might be in it. Yeah. But then they just seem to turn over the ball. They just look rubbish. It's been a lot like that for them this season. You know, other years they've always seemed to be, even if they're not um, making progress, they've still been a good side. Mm. You know, but this season has really showed that they've dropped off a fair bit. Yeah, they have. Yeah. There's been talks about rebuild. Um, you know, whether Clarko wants to do that, probably not. He probably wouldn't want to do that. He's already been there uh, more than 10 years. Yeah. He's won his four flags. Um but yeah, you know, they've got that... They recruited the midfield. They've, they recruited Jagar. They recruited Tom Mitchell. Um, they got um, Scully from GWS. So that's their, their their core midfield. And they got Wingard as well, who can play out of there. But, you know, is it good enough? Because they're not playing like a good team. Um, mm. You know, their bottom four or five, five players don't seem to be good players. And that's what people talk about. you got your top three, top five are good. When your top three bottom, oh, when your bottom three, bottom five aren't good, that's where it can really get you. Yeah, that's the difference definitely. between a good team and a bad team. Yeah. Um, and you, but you look at West Coast in co- absolute contrast. Um, Josh Kennedy, mate, mate, just having a stellar season. Exactly. Yeah. And, and even Jack Darling as well. He's having a good season too. Yeah. Um, you know these guys between them, um, Liam Ryan, their small forward, the small forward there, the midfielders that chip in and kick goals. Yeah. Um, and just their midfield were great. Brigade in general. Yeah. Like those guys, they're just troopers. Whether it's Shuey, Kelly, Sheed, mm. doesn't matter who's Crips, doesn't matter who's rolling through there. Mm. Um, and then you got your boys down back, you got Barras um, and the Gov, guys like that. They're just a really, really strong side. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Kennedy so. has has had a huge impact on pretty much every game for them this season as well. Mm. Kicking a fair few snags and just, mm. you know. Yeah, no, really, no one really can beat get, him in the get contest. Getting in it, yeah. He's mm. really getting down and getting that ball. Yeah. yeah. Like we talked about Port earlier, and Port, the Port Geelong game. Tomahawk had a killing game. Mm. Dixon didn't kick a goal. Didn't kick a single goal for that for that whole game. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when he when he's on fire, that uh, helps him. But you can't rely on that. That can't be your one wood as Port. Yeah. You gotta have other options. Um, and you know, Geelong probably the, the, the player on Hawkson was Hawkins was probably too small. They need a bigger body down back Port. But um, mm. same sort of tugging to West Coast. Just big bodies, good midfield, big bodies. They're pretty balanced everywhere. Yeah. They're hard. They're hard pressed to not go all the way. I reckon. You know, um, last game of the round uh, up at the Gabba again in Brisbane. That was last night or Monday night. It was yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, Monday. yesterday. Yeah, the Tigs played the Suns. Um, and yeah, look, you know what? It, it was a little bit close all game. Um, it was even at quarter time. Yeah. Um, Suns actually led by a goal um, mm. or a bit over a goal, ten points at half time. Half time, yeah, Jason. Um, and yeah, and then. Look, Gold Coast didn't really have much of an impact. They didn't kick a, a, a single goal in that third quarter there, and Richmond sort of blazed away, kicked the kick three goals, and um, and then continued to blaze away. And I think Gold Coast only scored another goal in the fourth quarter, and, and nothing else. Mm. No more Two teams that, that definitely uh, surprised me in different ways. Gold Coast have really stepped up with you know their new players and you know introducing you know a new area to their side, and uh, Richmond are kind of held back a fair bit this season. Mm. What, what they usually do, you know. They usually... Yeah, they had a really slow start. Um, mm. They had a few players injured. They jack out exactly, um, yeah. and, and and start and Cochin was down in Melbourne for a bit and stuff like that. Mm. They're usually just the most flowing team in the the whole comp. Usually, no one can, they're unstoppable. Unstoppable, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, especially towards the point of year which we're getting towards. Yeah. So look, let's, you might see the T train, or sorry, the TIG train, um, start to roll <laughs> into the station, but um, we'll see how we go. Did you you see the you see maybe a child during the week? I don't know if you yeah. saw the vid, but I think I did. Yeah, yeah he he said to uh, Dimmer, Damien Hardwick, he said, "Oh, mate, if I kick this, um, I want to start. I want to be in the twenty-two. I want right. to play this week." And he goes, "All right, mate, if you can kick it." So he kicked the snag from the fifty out from the boundary line. Yep. Uh, and yeah, he said, "Oh well, uh, all right, Chol, all right, Marvia, mate, you'll have to go tell Jack, Jackie Rewalt, um, he's out of the team." <laughs> so it was a bit of a classic, mate. A bit of a funny one. Yeah. But um, yeah, cl- absolute classic, mate. Yeah, love, definitely. love, Chol. He's got some long legs, mate. Yeah. he's a, he's a beast. Usually, guys, you talk about their shoulders or arms, stuff like that, mate. That guy, he's a he's got big legs. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's a bit of a beast. Very powerful player. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of our review of uh, round twelve. Um, now don't go away because after this, um, in a minute we're going to talk about um, our predictions for the end of the year, who we think is going to win the flag. And, you know, the, the Brownlow race and the flag race are right open. But after this, um, we're going to reveal um, a little uh, little segment right at the end there. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Um, and we'll, we'll give it to you at the end. So, Fish, we may be, um, you know, halfway or over halfway through the season. Mm. But the flag race and the race for the Brownlow is wide open. Yeah, like if you were to say who's going to win the Brownlow at the moment, there's probably a guy or two that you could pick out. Um, yeah. But then again, you really in a season like this, you really don't know, um, and there is no favourite. 
Um, I did hear Bruce McAvaney the other week say that Dusty's in Brownlow form. Uh, He probably thinks he's a bit delicious at the moment. (laughs) Whether he's in Brownlow form, who knows? Um, A lot of people don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. We'll talk about that. And then the flag as well. You know, the the ladder is so even up the top and right throughout. And as we know, especially in years like this, anyone can win it. As long as you make it, um, you can win it. So we'll be giving out our, our, our picks. Cool. Um, our do, you picks to, for that. do you want me to start? Yeah, start off, mate. All right, cool. Um, Keep... For the brown, though. Yep. Um, I've, uh, I've picked Lockie Neal. Yep. I just think he's just one of the greatest players in the comp. And, yeah. you know, he's shown a lot this season, as he, as he usually does. But um, very powerful player. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, had a, he's had a great season. Yeah, definitely. And that was always coming. You know, last year he had a great uh, finish to last year. Um, it's almost like a natural evolution when a player has a really good year the year before they sort of pop in. Yeah. I tend to agree with you, mate. You know, he, he went from being Freo, I was always talking about. He's under Brett Kirk. He was developing, yeah. learning. You learn from that five. You learn from Ross Lyon. Um, he's easily their best player. Yeah. One of their best players. He's not the best. 100%. Um, he's in great form. Now, in, uh, in terms of my brown line, um, I'd have to say, uh, look, I'd probably give him a bit of sneaky. I'd probably have to say Travis Boak. Mm. I think he's just been consistent all year. Um, you know, Port often look for guys like Ollie Wines um, and players like that to sort of lift them up um, and power pepper and stuff like that. But every week, Bokey gets underneath and puts in. Um, head over the ball, yeah, coll- collects his 25, 30 posies. Yeah. Um, you know, he has a lot of goal assists. Um, mm. He creates a lot of a lot of forward chains. Yeah. I um, mean, he gets forward kicks now and now and then too. He's a big link in the in the chain. He really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a good player. So, look, I reckon... Uh, Lockie Neal is a is a is a very uh, promising favourite. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put past Bokey to give him a run for his money. Yeah, I reckon. De- definitely. Another person I was also considering when uh when choosing was Grundy. Oh. he's always been a been a bit a big uh you know big one on the on the disposals and oh is it, is it Grundy? <laughs> it's Grundy. It's Grundy. Oh. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But he's always you know I reckon it'd just be fantastic for a ruckman to win and to just change everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, look, you're probably right. Like, uh, Ruckman hasn't won it since um, Jim Steins. Right, yeah. Um, may he rest in peace. So, it's been a long, long time. Um, and look, it is a midfielder's medal, uh, midfielder's medal these days, but for Grundy to to win it um, in a year like this, is it his best year so far? Well, probably not. Probably not. He's had some great years yeah. um, when some other players... He definitely came close too. last year, didn't he? he did. Was he top four? Yeah, he was, he was, he was scaring me away from... I was really hoping Cripper was going to get it. Sadly, he didn't. Um, At one stage, he was leading too. Yeah, Cripper. yeah, definitely. Fife definitely deserves it. He's he's always always a great player, and yeah, you know, yeah, he does everything team. for that week. Yeah, yeah. but for um, that, for that team each week. But um, but I, Grundy was scaring me a bit. I was I was hoping he wasn't going to get in front of Cripper for for any part of it. I'm like, even if Cripper doesn't win, it was definitely scaring me. But yeah, definitely, he's just a great player. Yeah, yeah. nice. What about your, uh, who have you got for the flag? So for the flag, um, I did not see this coming at all when the season started, but um, this definitely goes to show that you just don't know what's coming because um, I've picked Port. and um, Yeah, and at who the, won at the moment? Yeah, exactly. At the moment, they're just absolutely demolishing every team in the comp. Yeah, they're going yeah. close to it. They're getting those consistent wins. Yeah. And yeah, they, they play, you are right, they, they kick their ton. They play some pretty exciting attacking mm. footy. Um, who'd you have at the start of the year? Um, at the start of the year, I had Brizzy. Yeah, which is um, I've always, I've always had a, um, I've always been, you know, I've always been on the edge to pick Brizzy, just considering that they've they've always been a pretty good team, and especially mm. in recent years, they've had a good list, and you mm. know, I definitely think they've 
they that, could. They've shot um, up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thought they could. Still possible, but um, yeah, doesn't look like a lot of people are getting past Port. Nah, I wouldn't put it past them. Look, I'm probably the same. I think early in the season, I would have thought, look, natural thing for Brizzy is to go on and, um, you know, as we said before, that sort of that one vouch on them um, is their um, is their defense that their their defense isn't that strong. Mm. So, but yeah, either of those teams could definitely win it. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, I've got West Coast. Oh yeah, down for mine. Yeah, the Weagles, mate. Cool. Yeah, out west. Um, you know, look, I probably um, it's funny their last five or six weeks, um, or even before that, their last sort of their last nine weeks have been huge. They did sort of lose, yeah, those three games there. Yeah, they haven't really lost too many games since. Yeah. Um, so they've been Definitely. really good, West Coast. Yeah, um, they've had it. They've, yeah. just, they've grinded it out. They've come back into form, and all their players are back in. So they didn't like the Gold Coast hub that much. But, mate, you can't, whether it's the Premier, whether it's your president, whether it's your CEO or your coach, your captain, you can't talk about it, mate. Right, yeah. You've got to go out there on game day. And you've got to win. You've got to play if you want to be up there. And yeah, definitely. They're a great team. Look, people hate them, mate. Yeah. I hate West Coast. But they're, I, I wouldn't put it past them either. Yeah, no, they're, they're coming. They're definitely coming. In full force. Yeah. Um, They've got a lot to offer. Yeah. So. Very strong side. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. All right, Fish. Now, it's time. Time for the big reveal. The revealing segment. The first time we've done it. Here it is. Foopy Fibs. Foopy Fibs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Here's the segment. Here it is. The one you've all been waiting for. Every single week, we'll be giving you our Foopy Fibs. Yeah, that's now, right, ben, can you tell us what a FIP is? A FIP is, well, to put it simply, a FIP to footy is what a tip is to footy. There we go. Yeah. So everyone does their footy tips. At Here at Footy Weekly, we do our footy FIPs. There are nine games every week, and we will give our nine footy FIPs. Who we think is going to win each week. At the end of the year, after the grand final, we'll see who's tallied up the most FIPs. The most winners. Definitely. Uh, yeah, and we'll uh, give that guy a nice slap across the flipping face. <laughs> Fibbity fit. So, let's get straight into it. Fish. Awesome. Now, game one of this week is Friday night. It's actually Indigenous round. Now, yeah. uh, Gold Coast is hosting Carlton in Darwin. Yeah. Who's your uh, Who's my your fit? So, my fit for that one is, is the Blues, obviously, because I'm a bagger. But... um. Also, I feel like we just really need this one. Yes. Yeah. Without it, you know, who knows I'd, I'd where we'd be that. going. We just, we just really need this one. Yeah. To get above. Um, who have you got? So I've got. Um, look, I'm going to tip Carlton as well. I don't think you can go past them at the moment. We're on a bit of a roll, but look, no one Gold Coast, no one us. We're a team, and everyone knows this in the in the footy world, in the footy community. We're a team that tends to fall away. Yeah. Whether it's, whether it's 2012 and we're going to play finals and we lose and we're about to get the sack, whatever it is. When it's our time, to, our time to shine, we often don't turn up. Uh, we need to win this one if we want to be serious. But Gold Coast is the same. Gold Coast is hungry. Yeah. And, and they're a team that has nothing to lose. They're a different bag. Mm. They're really young. They're yeah. going to have more draft picks next year come through. Uh, and, and they're going to be a good side one day. They've got nothing to lose going into this game. But look, I, I'm just going to choose the baggers on this one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we need to win it. Definitely. <laughs> next game, come Doggies on. and the Ds. Who you got for that one? Uh I've got... Um, look, I'm going to go the Doggies. Yeah. Um, you can't go past them. Doggies are my fit this week. Uh, they just need a win. Like, Demons are on a roll. And Demons are coming. They've won their last three. 
Yeah. They've won their last three games, but Doggies just need to win it um, to be in there. And at the end of the day, we've seen it over the last two to three years, I think Doggies are a better side than Demons. Yeah. Um, and this is that point in the end. I'd, I'd 100% have to agree with you there. I'd also tip Doggies just for that very reason. Melbourne are an extremely powerful side at the moment, and we can see that, but um, I just feel like Doggies have my tip. Yeah. Fit this week. Got your fit, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So going into um, next game, we got uh, Port versus Hawks. Who yeah. you got for that one? So in terms of Port versus uh, Hawks, look, I'm going to fit... Um, I'm going to fit... I'm going to fit Port. Yeah. You can't go past Port. They did lose last week, but Hawks just aren't looking that good. Yeah. And it, it, that's at home. That's in Adelaide. If Port want to be serious, it's going to take it to them. Yeah. Who's your fit? Uh, I guess it goes without saying there. I've also picked Port. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, they're just pretty unstoppable at the moment. It's a pretty obvious one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can't go past that team. Uh, now, look, Tiggs and Bombers. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what are you thinking there? Who's your fit? I've gone Tiggs. Yeah. Just considering, you know, they've... They've, they've definitely, even though they've dropped off a bit in recent times, they're definitely still one of the most powerful sides in the comp. And who knows? I just think it's really, really their week this week. So Yeah, me too. Well, Bombers aren't looking that good. They'll want to come back. They mm. never really do. We know that about them. Mm. Um, you know, they have one of the best lists um, yeah. in the league. People have been saying that for years. They've got a very attacking side. But yeah, I just think Tiggs are, they're on the roll at the moment. Or they yeah. should get on that roll. So I'll, I'll pick Tiggs as well. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. They're my fit. Who are you fipping uh, for the Dockers and the Swans game? So I've gone Dockers. Yep. Um, I just think they're also, um, you know, they're, they're probably going to be hungry this week. Yeah. Considering Baggers had a That's bit, right. bit on them. But yeah, I just I definitely think they're due for a win and I reckon mm. they can get it. They, they were on a roll. Look, I'm going to fip Dockers as well. Yeah. I'm going to fip Freya. They were on a roll uh, mm. before they lost to us. They were on a roll. They were coming. Mm. If they had won that, they would have been uh, five and six mm. uh, and would have been a sneaky chance to sort of push a final. So yeah. I reckon they'll be real hungry this week. Um, mm. And, you know, the Swans are a bit up and down. They rely yeah. on Pavlis so heavily. Yeah. I'm going to fit the fit the Dockers. Awesome. Who, who you got for for this next round? Oh, Crows and Cats. Yeah. Ooh. Look, obviously it's going to be Geelong. Obviously it's going to be Geelong. All you, right. It's, All right. You just can't. You can't go past. They're, they're my fib. My fib is with Geelong. It's so obvious. Yeah. It's not funny. Well, I've actually gone Crows there. No! Yeah, I have. Um, I just what? think you can't lose 12 in a row and also lose the 13th game. Mate, you are a bit of a fish, aren't you? You're a goldfish. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I, even though... Then, I don't, you don't reckon they'll be Owen... You reckon they'll be Owen 11? Owen, Owen 13, yeah, sorry. 13. Owen? It's, Owen it's, Wilson will come out? Right, it's 100% possible. But I, just, I just feel like it's, it's such a game where I just think anything could happen. Yeah. So I just want to... Wanna, I just yeah, I want to just put a little little thing in there to say if I get it, you know, I did. Yeah, yeah wow. It's... Look, upset win could be coming. It could be yeah. on the cards. Bit of energies in there, you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Bit of, bit of good footy energies. Uh, just a plug there, mate. Uh, we'd be great to do a collab. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Next yeah. we got Brizzy and St Kilda. Oh, Who you mate. got for them? Oh, that's like, that's actually a hard game to pick. Yeah, definitely. I've fibbed Brizzy. Yeah. Who have you fibbed? I've also fibbed Brizzy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great just, game to watch. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. They've, they've both got, you know, Brizzy is second right now and they've they've got a lot going. You know, I don't I don't really think they can lose, but it's definitely possible because mm. Saints have a really powerful side at the moment. And Rats is definitely, as we mentioned before, Rats has taken him in a good place. He has. So, so it's it's Fags versus Rats this week. So yeah. let's, uh, let's see who does it. Next game, uh, Weagles versus the Giants. Who've... Uh, who have you got for this one? I, I've got Giants there. You fit the Giants? Fit the Giants. 
Oh, jeez. You reckon? They're not in great form. Maybe they're due. Yeah. They're six and six. I think they I think they are due. They need to keep their season alive somehow. Look, yeah. I fipped the, the Weagles. Right. Um you know, they've won their last seven. So they're they're monstrous at the moment. They're eight and three. Um yeah. but fuck, that'll be a good game. Definitely. Yeah. Tune into that one. Yeah. And the last last game for the for the uh, round. Um we've got uh Collingwood versus North. Who you got? Who have I got? Who I, fipped? I, I fipped. Uh, I fipped the Pies. Yeah. Uh, you know they they lost last week. They've had that draw early on the season. They're six and five. Mm. I know it's a short season. I know it's an even season. They'd want to be doing better than six and five. Yeah. They're a good team. I, I think agree. the one knock on them is they don't have a key forward. They've got Cameron now. He's in there. They yeah. don't have Coxie waffling around the forward line or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I agree. <laughs> mate, North may have brought up to Brisbane, but I think Collingwood's smart. They yeah. should smash them. Who have you fipped? Yeah, I've also fipped Collingwood on that one. I just, I definitely think, yeah, Collingwood are just, even though, yeah, six and five, they're still at a very elite side. And, you know, as you said, you know, I reckon they, they could just get this one. 100%, yep. yeah. Yeah, nice. I like it. Yeah. So that's our fips there. Um, we'll get through those every week. We'll give you our footy fips every week. At the end of the year, as I said, we'll, we'll tally it up. We'll see who wins. And, um, end of the season. Yeah, and we'll let you know every week how shit the fish is doing. <laughs> um, and Dr. Footy will always win. Um, and obviously, it is Indigenous round, and they, the uh, players have... Uh, have The clubs this week have started to reveal their, their Indigenous Guernseys. Yeah. And they're looking pretty sweet. So cool. I can't, I can't wait for this round. Yeah, it's going to be uh, good. A few games in Darwin. Yeah. Uh, no coronavirus it. there. Hot air, yeah. bit of pre-game dancing, yeah. um, indigenous spirit, and respect the culture, mate. Yeah, 100%. Mangrook is our game. So, it is. absolutely love it. <laughs> Can't see it there. I'm doing a little pray, pray <laughs> behind the microphone. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. So, Fish, that's our show today. And, uh, and we're all wrapped up. So, thanks for joining us, guys. Good first episode. Yeah, honestly, it was great. Um, more to come. Yeah, plenty more to come. So, we'll be doing this every single week um, until after the grand final. Um, we'll give you a little bit of rundown at the end of the grand final and um, we'll take you right through this year. We'll be giving you fips it every week. Um, so, stay tuned. Um, and please, don't forget, watch Foopy on Hetali. Oh, no.